Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. To the All Too Real 2 Podcast. My name is Count Michael E. Cullen II. And with me as always is... Wolfman Matt Hoss. (laughs) Okay, anyways. Today, uh, on the All Too Real Podcast... Two podcast, we are covering the very cool topic that Matt has researched for us of the history of what is it? Halloween. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, what have you found out about the history of this dark <clears throat> and sinister well, and macabre holiday? <laughs> macabre, I like that word. Uh, not as much as I'd like to. I, if I, you know me, I would I would like to read like fifteen books about it before <coughs> talking about it. Yeah, and just learn every little detail. But the gist of it is that Halloween, well, at least originally Halloween drew from both Celtic, pagan, and Christian traditions off in, in Europe. But when, it, when in America, Halloween didn't really become. Like kind of like a national, not well, it practically is a national holiday, but it didn't really become like a big thing until about 1926 in America. Okay, and then uh, what happened was is people they pretty much just caught on because they you know they saw like all these people like doing trick or treating because back then they they almost kind of saw it as like almost like blackmail like or intimidation that you know some some kids are coming to your house to beg for candy and if you don't give it to them that you're gonna you know they're afraid they're gonna end up you know burning down our house or something doing something you burning know down the house. Burning down the house. But, <laughs> sorry but, um, <laughs> but i'm just kind of like <clears throat> i'll kind of go from the beginning i guess just to kind of okay. have a have like a context but yeah so it started um with celtic traditions where uh, people would uh, 
dress up as demons in order to uh, scare demons, basically. So it was basically like, oh, that demon's more powerful than me. I better, you know, leave kind of thing. And so they kind of I get scared a lot of times when people (laughs) dress up like me. Yeah. Oh, wait. Well. No, people don't The thing is, though, they may have dressed up even scarier than the demon itself that they were trying to scare. Oh, okay. And they're like, oh, my God, this guy is really crazy. I better... You know, leave leave this town, go somewhere else. I'm just making sure nobody's out there wearing, wearing a no. Mike Cullen costume and <clears throat> trying to scare me or whatever. But yeah, and this article I got this from was Business Insider, which you know I thought was weird, but you know Halloween's big business, so I guess it makes sense that yeah. they cover, uh, you know, cover it. Uh, so I go from like the name itself. So the, the the name was kind of popularized by a Scottish poet named Robert Burns. And he wrote the word Halloween in his – well, I guess he named the poem Halloween as well in 1785. And I guess before that, maybe the word wasn't used very often and at least like you know, in America or even in Europe, I guess, at that point. Because they call it a different name. They had like All Hallows' Eve and then it was um, you know, All Saints' Day was on November 1st and that was kind of how – the Christian aspect got into us because, you know, Christianity, whenever it spread, it always kind of incorporated different practices of the people to kind of ease, ease them into it a little bit. So they figured, oh, well, you know, our holidays, you know, on November 1st, theirs is on October 30th. We could just sort of, you know, kind of do like a, you know, little crossover where, here. Where'd the Ean part of the word come from? <clears throat> the Ean is, okay, so... <clears throat> According to the online etymology dictionary, which I read on a daily basis, not really, uh, it's actually two words that are put together. So, hallow or, or halo is, is, or holy person. I wonder if that is even related to the word halo because of the whole. It probably is. It, yeah. it might be. And so that usually refers to um, saints celebrated on All Saints Day, which is on November 1st. And the Ean part of the word is a contraction of the word Eve or the evening before. So Halloween basically means it's the day before the real holiday, which is All Saints Day. So it is so the whole, that's their, all, that was, all Hallows Eve sort of thing. So, so that, that was their sense. way, again, of course, trying to sort of like inch people into their thing, but, but kind of ease them into it. But at the same time, naming the holiday... Like the name of the holiday itself basically means that it's inferior to the actual day, the very next day, because it's actually supposed to be, you know, it, you know, all you know, basically Hallow's yeah. Eve. It's the you know Eve of the great day of all the saints, you know, whether it be Saint George or Saint Germain, which is my favorite personally. But you know, everyone's got their own favorite, kind of like you know. Just like you know, baseball. Players. Sorry, it's really. Yeah. It's I, really... I, I, I I have a Saints trading card set yeah, that, I, that I got. You know, you know, just to, you know, it's got all their stats on the back and all the like you know m- the miracles that they yeah. you know performed and stuff. Yeah, that's terrible. But you know what I mean. Everyone's got their own favorite. Like I don't know. Like my favorite. And it sounds mm-hmm. weird. Is Saint Bernadette? Oh yeah. Her body is still preserved to this day, like two hundred years after she died or Whoa, something. Yeah. Really? Why? Yeah. How? I don't know, but you can visit her body, what? and it's completely like it's complete. It's under a glass thing, and you can see it. Wow, it's creepy, man. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. It's <laughs> where is it? I don't remember. I'd have to look it up, but it's it's really kind of creepy, man. It's just yeah. Yeah, I'd like to check it out actually. Yeah, I've got a really big thing for like saints. 
like I don't know what it is, just something about the idea that people visit them like in shrines and like light, light candles and like you know ask them for like intercession and stuff like that. Are, are you a fan of the New Orleans Saints? <laughs> no, I don't like those. Oh, okay, <laughs> I hate New Orleans Saints. Really? No, not really. Our friend Jamal Wallace Knight like, I know, likes he's, them he's, a lot. I don't care. <laughs> They're one of the teams I don't care about no matter what. Like, there's weird. There's certain teams I, I absolutely love and hate, and then there's ones that I just don't care. Like Cleveland Browns, obviously, because, you know, that's what everyone I grew up with, like the Browns. Lions, because my best friend growing up, his dad liked the Lions, and ipso facto, he liked the Lions, so then I liked the Lions. And then... My uncle liked the 49ers for some reason, even though none of us are from California or anywhere near California. And so that means I like the 49ers. My aunt liked the New York Jets. None of us live anywhere new New York. None of our family lives in New York. But I like the Jets. So basically, you know, sports teams is kind of like, your, you know, a, a sort of lesson in indoctrination and brainwashing from your parents or, or other people in your life. You like what they like. Mm-hmm. So I solved the issue right there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a University of Michigan fan just because my dad was. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so okay. <laughs> I'm kind of getting sidetracked. So so basically, it means the eve of All Saints Day, which is you know supposed to be the you know the Christian holiday, and then um, they have you know they have a big Christian feast dedicated to uh, the saints on that day, or at least they did. I don't know if that's you know a thing anymore, but that was that was what they used to do. And um, it says, you know, in, in Christian tradition, people start celebrating major feasts the night before they take place. Take Christmas Eve, for instance. Well, I don't really that, – that doesn't make sense because most people I know don't eat big dinners on Christmas Eve. They do it on Christmas yeah. Day. I don't so, know. Some people do. Really? A oh. lot. I mean, I think we did when my family went oh, okay. to yeah. Maybe it's just my my tradition because we always did it on – I mean, we, we like went to like a Christmas party on Christmas Eve, but – all right, so um, <clears throat> the morbid traditions. All right, so you know, let's get into the weird stuff. So it says historians have linked Halloween to uh, Solheim. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, the Celtic festival of the summer's end, celebrated in Ireland, Scotland, in the Isle of Man. A, isn't that like Samhain? Uh the thing I read didn't have an M on it when it said pronounced. Maybe they. Because yeah, this has it written on there. Yeah, I know. So because I think I, I'm trying to remember because they talk about it like it's in um, – because like the – I'm a big fan of the, the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to remember what they talk because they talk about it in uh, Season of the Witch, which is the one without Michael Myers. And uh, I know they talk – I'm trying to remember that. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage was in that one. No, no, so no. I don't, no, no, no. That was the witch. Um, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was called Season of the Witch, wasn't it? Oh, it might have been. And the Nicolas Cage movie? Oh, did he have a movie called Season yeah, of the Witch? Yeah, it had nothing to do with Halloween. Been. It was yeah. totally different. Yeah, because there was Halloween Season of the Witch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to make a little funny, dumb joke. Oh, no, that's cool. I just totally <clears throat> forgot that that movie even existed because Nicolas Cage makes so many freaking movies, it's hard to remember. I know. Them. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, the thing I said... It had a pronounced and didn't have the M, so I don't know if they forgot to put in the M. Because I mean, there's an M yeah. in there, so I would imagine that it would have, you know, an M in the word. I don't know. It says according to Celtic mythology, the veil between the other world and our world thins during Solheim, making it easier for spirits and the souls of the dead to return. So that's why a lot of people uh, do seances on Halloween, and sometimes people who maybe practice Satanism will go into a graveyard. And do weird shit there. 
Uh, it's because it's this belief that you you can contact spirits, angels, demons, people that you knew, whatever, that it's much easier to get into contact with them than any other time of the year. So it's kind of like, you know, you might have to work, you know, extra harder in December than you will here. So you might as well take your chances, you know, here this time. So uh, since people would um, make offerings of food in order to get on the good side of these spirits and departed ancestors. Because, uh, again, you know, back then people believed that, you know, it wasn't just like God or gods that did anything. It was, you know, even dead people could somehow affect your fate and life here, even from beyond. So if you fucked with them, they're just going to fuck with you. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you know, um, you better, you know, be nice to them. And, uh, which, you know, that, that may have been the whole, don't speak ill of the dead. That may have been the origin of that. It's like, Hey, you know, they can still hear you and still mess with your life yeah. somewhat. <laughs> so you might, you know, want to shut up <laughs> anyway. So it says, um, all hollow tide, which includes, all Saints Eve, All Saints Day, and the subsequent All Souls Day was initially celebrated in the spring during the early years of the church. Pope Gregory, I know I'm going to sound as IV because I don't know how to read Roman numerals. IV would be uh, fourth. <clears throat> okay, so Pope Gregory the Fourth switched it to the current date in the year 837 AD, according to Britannica. His reasons were unclear, although influence from Celtic factions of the church and the fact that it makes sense to commemorate death during the fall are all possibilities. Um, can we take a break just for a second? Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah, actually, let's go to a commercial right now. Um, you know, whatever uh, whatever is being advertised right now, make sure you don't scare them away. Yeah. And, and and invite them in. Yeah. If they come to your door and say trick or treat, say come on in. Yeah. You know? Give them some candy. Such as Twix, which is a great candy Oh, I product. I love Twix, yeah. man. You know? You know, Twix, <clears throat> you know, I love it almost as much as Dolph Lundgren. It does, yeah. Loves Twix. Yeah, he loves Twix. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. Hey. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the little break we had there. Um, I know I did. Yeah, I did. It was good. Yes, I had a Twix. Yeah, it was good. Good it was stuff. Nice, nice and crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and crunchy and caramely. I like. Yeah, that's the one I like. It's, it's the caramel kind. Yes, the peanut yeah. butter ones are good. I too. mean, they're good, but I just I prefer. They're hard it. to find, though. Really? I, I can't really find the huh. peanut butter ones that often. I see the commercials all the time. I figured yeah, they but, would have them. Yeah, that's usually the yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. That's very strange. Can't find them at like, you know, Walmart or grocery stores or anything usually. Yeah. It's... Get on that Twix. Come on. Yeah, come on. We guys doing. Yeah. Just kidding. Just joking. We love you. We love you, Twix. <laughs> Mars Incorporated. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Yes, and all of your products. Mm-hmm. Your M and M's and your. Milky Ways and your yep. Three Musketeers and all those. Oh, God, I love yeah. Three Musketeers. Yeah. That's another one. Jeez. Anyways, you know what I, I never understood, though? What? I want to talk to the candy people right here since we're on the topic of Halloween. Okay. Fun size. I hate fun size. Why is it so <laughs> small? And why is that fun? How is that fun? Yeah. To me, a fun size would be bigger. Yeah, it'd be something I mean, like, like you know, large like big. something the size of my head, you know? Yeah, that would be not, fun not size. Like, you know, that's like... <laughs> That's like okay, you know, you know what? I love driving a car with the windows down and you know, going 
going through the <clears throat> speed and everything. So you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to just drive down to the end of the driveway. <laughs> and that's a fun size ride, <laughs> yeah, man. <it's> <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I think I think this is the reason why. It's, sorry. Yeah. slamming my phone on the table. Uh, is that fun size candy bars kind of trick you because what happens is you'll end up eating the equivalent of like three regular size candy bars. Whereas if you, if you had a regular size candy bar, you'd probably only eat one or not even a full one because you'd be like, Ooh, that's too much candy. I probably shouldn't eat the whole thing. But if you eat all these fun size ones, like, well, these are small, but overall you're eating like the equivalent of like three regular candy bars. So you're, so you're, you're eating extra, two extra, and you're probably paying two extra as well because you're buying a whole bag of that so, instead so, of just one candy bar. And what kind of emotion would be created by a normal size candy bar? I mean, they have, <laughs> they have they, they it's it's weird it's weird because they have fun size, and then there's like the regular size that doesn't even have a size written on it, and then they have king size. King size, yeah, yeah. I'm just it's kind of really... sexist. Why not queen size? Yeah, it's I mean, kind of confusing. why not just say like royal size or well, that sounds kind of stupid or court court size really. I guess I gotta choose yeah. king or queen. You can't really do a, a ma- majesty size, Majest- mm. majestic. No, no. We'll yeah, f- be we'll like, think of something. Yeah, it'd be like motherfucking big bars here. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Okay>, Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson. All of a sudden, he's sponsoring. <laughs> Come get your motherfucking, motherfucking big bars of <laughs> can't butterfingers or. That's another one, Butterfingers. Yeah, that's really a different good. company. That's Nestle. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want Nestle's um, sponsorship well, because I, they're pieces of shit. Yeah, but then, then again, I think the Butterfinger has actually been sold in the United States okay. to another company. All soon, right, well, so, that's fine. Yeah, but no, Nestle actually literally said <clears throat> that, hey, you know, if you keep reporting on the fact that we have slaves in South America that help, you know buy a farm or whatever you know your candy's gonna cost more like they literally put mm-hmm. it out that like brazenly like not to just, mention they're not- just like hey if you keep telling <coughs> we have slaves your candy's gonna cost more like wow like, not to mention them taking uh <clears throat> taking water from cities and right. then bottling it and selling it to people yeah so no i don't but i don't that want could be right. a whole other episode of all too yeah. real too or <laughs> yeah or, or or our new podcast all too real um <laughs> Shoe, yeah, shoe. What's it got to do with so, shoes? I Anyways, know, um, <laughs> I, I know it's not smart to you know to make fun of or mock potential ads, but no, I fuck net, fuck you, Nestle. I yes. fucking hate you. I don't care how much money the thirty cents you're gonna throw at us, maybe. Hey, Nestle, I hate you too. But if you want to sponsor us, you can contact me. <laughs> no, wait, no, don't, don't, don't me. do that. No, don't contact. Come on, me. Mike. We, we, we you can contact me at. Um, <laughs> Blow me. Oh. Anyways, um, okay, let's go. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> that was a nice little I, rant, but... I do like Butterfingers. Though. I know, that's the thing, though. Yeah. I mean, if you buy one Butterfinger, it's not like... I love drumsticks, too. Here's the thing, though. So, what happens... What the, How about this? So, if you buy a Butterfinger, then you feel guilty. Maybe just donate, you know, the same amount of money you bought that Butterfinger to some charity, 
that you know helps people. You just be undoing what you're doing though, so it would just be back to like zero point. But whatever, I don't know. Donate twice as much as twice what, as yeah, much. So, there so, you so go. it's like if the candy bar cost you a dollar, <laughs> yes, donate like, donate donate like two dollars yes. to like St. Jude's or something. Okay, you, you know something some something kind of that's gonna help yeah. people like migrant workers. So that way, <laughs> or or that you know maybe something really d- directly related. Yeah, something with migrant <clears throat> workers. I was thinking St. Jude's because I like to you know help kids with cancer, well, but yeah. still that too is good. Yeah, well, I'm just saying in connection <laughs> in context with yeah. I, I didn't read. I didn't read the whole article. It was kind of a large article. I, I sometimes read the really long, like five thousand word ones, but I, I couldn't read that one. It was just too depressing. But you know, because of how brazen they were about saying it, they're like, you know, if you keep telling people we have slaves, we're just gonna have to charge you more for candy. It's like, oh my god, guys! Like, can you be more like on the nose? <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know, that's we live in a certain person's you know world now. So it's you know, you just say whatever you want now. It's, you know. and- and anyways, uh, <laughs> while we were on break, yeah. um, I did a little research here on uh, what looks like Sam Hain. Yeah, but uh, it's actually Irish Gaelic word for summer's end. Ah. The standard Irish pronunciation of it is Samhain. There's no M pronouncing. <clears throat> They're pronouncing it as like Samhain, kind of like the ow and cow. Mm-hmm. And other pronunciations that follow with uh, many Gaelic dialects include uh, Samhain. Which is interesting because of Halloween, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. and um, there's also um, Shavin huh. as one. Um, then there's Sow in so so in like glow yeah. in good show. No, glow is a good show. Yes, <laughs> Mark Marin. Yeah, uh, totally. Allison Brie. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> Betty Gilpin. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'll just name the whole cast. Anyways, um. <laughs> But yeah, so basically, it's funny because none of the pronunciations pronounce it with the M in it at right. all. Which it, it's, it's so just weird. the way Gaelic is, I guess. You know, sometimes oh, so it's a Gaelic text because it's a Gaelic Gaelic word. Well, yeah. So I think in Gaelic sometimes oh, okay. they, you know, it's like somehow sometimes in certain languages, like they pronounce W's like V's and stuff. Okay, like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it, that makes sense. So um, just to be consistent, which which pronunciation would we rather go forward with? So we're just saying it's the same pronunciation i'd say because the 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 standard one is um Samhain. so we'll do Samhain then. yeah i think Samhain. Okay. Samhain it seems like the the standard irish pronunciation all right so, so. from here on out we're, we're saying Samhain. yes so, so should we get back to it or yes let, let, let's talk about Samhain. <clears throat> so Samhain. so now we're going to talk about some of the the uh, other traditions like uh in america pumpkin pumpkins play a big part you know people kids carve pumpkins and they make them look all scary they put like a lantern inside of them they paint them with all crazy colors and hairdos and all that kind of stuff and really scary teeth and some people cook the pumpkin seeds in the oven with a little bit of salt and pepper on it eat some nice pumpkin seeds nice little fall treat Yum. okay that's sorry wow okay um there's that but there's also um uh um bobbing for apples now this one was interesting so um uh, you know, people do that as like a party game, like where they're trying to win a prize, like whether it's like, you know, money or just some yeah. whatever. And uh, back then, though, it was it had like a I didn't really quite understand it. So I'm just going to read. I, I think I'm just going to read from it because maybe maybe you can help me understand okay. more of the purpose. So it says um, bobbing for apples remains a popular party game. The reason? Well, the practice used to be considered a form of divination performed around Halloween according to NPR. 
That's right. People would dunk their heads in the vats of water and try to bite into the floating fruit in a quest to figure out their future spouse. Ladies would mark an apple and toss it into the tub. The thinking was they'd be destined to whoever pulled it out of the water. Oh, okay, I guess I understand. Oh, so, so basically <clears throat> like a lady would mark it with her name somehow or some kind of symbol. That okay. Would, and then, then a dude would come in and... Uh... You know, if 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 he bobbed for the apples and uh, so then like got, you forced got, the yeah, so so it's like oh my apple says Susie on the bottom of it, so Susie's mm-hmm. my future wife. What if like Susie really really hated that guy and was like hoping someone else would bite her apple and all was that sounds that's, weird. That's, sorry, that's, uh, <laughs> sorry that, that sound, well yeah. maybe I was thinking too into that, but uh, yeah. That was, I think that was on me, probably. Unfortunately, uh, I think you can. So, you, you know, yeah. Sorry about that. That was. I think that was on me. But uh, yeah, whatever. So hoping some other guy in, instead of some, you know, some piece of shit or some dork that you know she hates. Now all of a sudden she's got to marry him because he bit an apple. It's like thanks, you know, he thanks bit Celtic an apple. Thanks Celtic Wait. gods. <laughs> Maybe that's where the whole apple thing comes from from the Christian tradition. Because as we, I think we talked about this before. And one of our, I think it was the Buttercream Gang Two episode, actually. Oh. That it wasn't the apple; it was the pomegranate. I think. I know. I, I think we talked about it in our misconceptions episode. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, because it, it basically in the Bible it doesn't ever say what kind of fruit yeah. it is. It was probably more like a fig or something. Something, yeah, yeah. Because apples really mm-hmm. didn't grow no. in that part of the world. No. I mean, they still really don't. It's kind of more like with paintings and things like that in the future. That I mean, it, yeah, that, Europe. Yeah. So, uh, so that was the apple thing, which I thought was interesting because i didn't know that before and uh jack-o-lanterns this one's even weirder but this one's actually kind of scary so uh this one actually symbolizes a deal with the devil (laughs) yes so it says um if you ever meet the devil on a darkened road don't try to trick him into climbing a tree that's curious. Why would they say that? Oh, well, they explain. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you might end up like Irish folk figure Jack O'Lantern. Modern day, intricately designed pumpkin creations certainly make for impressive decorations. But back in the day, folks in Ireland dubbed their carved fiery turnips Jack O'Lanterns, thanks in part to an ominous legend. And it says, Uh, One night, a conniving local drunkard named Jack trapped the Prince of Darkness in a tree by hacking a sign of the cross into the bark. In exchange for letting Satan climb down, Jack had a vow to never claim his soul. Jack proceeded to act like a jerk his whole life. (laughs) When he died, he sure as heck was not allowed in heaven. So he tried to return to his old pal, the devil. But Satan upheld his end of the deal, hurling a piece of coal from hell at the dead man for good measure. Left without anywhere to go, Jack placed the blazing coal in a turnip to use as a lantern. The dead man then set out, doomed to wander until he could find an eternal resting place. So that's kind of fucked up. But. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that also goes into the thing where it wasn't originally pumpkins, it was more turnips and stuff like that uh, that i know in europe that they would carve instead of uh instead of pumpkins right because a lot of these places pumpkins weren't even native native to so well, exactly the pumpkins is, a, is probably our kind of the world part of the world is more you know well they have gourds mm-hmm. in europe so i guess that's yeah and i mean it, and, and an interesting fact you know because like i said i'm a fan of the halloween movies mm-hmm. in both uh halloween one, the original, and then um, the 1978 movie, and as well as, uh, I think it was part four, 
um, because of pumpkins being off season, they had to take other gourds and uh, and squash and stuff like that and paint them orange and mm. use them as the pumpkins in the movie. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> and they, I mean, there, there were times too, like I remember reading that they found um, in the latest Halloween movie, I believe, um, they took the pumpkins that they were using, they were actual real pumpkins in this one, and they, uh, I think it was that one, I think it was this one, but at least one of the Halloween movies, because I've been reading a lot about them um, lately, they they actually found that putting the pumpkins in a, in a bath of uh, bleach would make them last longer. So mm-hmm. they, they, they would bleach the pumpkins... Wow. In a bath of bleach, and if they put them in, you know, dipped them in bleach, they would last longer, so they could use them longer on the set. That's wild. So they didn't go bad. <laughs> That's just kind of weird. Yeah. So yeah, and so, so so what about trick or treating? Do we have any uh, like, history of that? Or yeah, anything? we do actually, but uh, candy part is more of American thing. Yeah. Uh, it says um. The, at the, like I said earlier, the ancient Celts dressed up as evil spirits in order to confuse demons. Well, I thought I thought they were trying to chase them away, but maybe they just figured, oh, it's just one of our own. We won't bother them type of thing. All right. Well, uh, same purpose, I guess. Um, it says in medieval England, uh, these people who called themselves solers, S-U, sorry, S-O-U-L-E-R-S, would go around begging. So they're not like solar p- no, panels. No, not like solar panels, no. Oh, okay. It's more sure. like a solar panel. Ooh, what, that's a good joke. What do you call a conference with a priest, a rabbi, and an imam? It's a solar panel. I'm using that. I am i don't think anyone said that before. That's, no, that, 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 that's, a, that's a Matthew Haas original. That's my – it's an original. I'm using that. Anyway, yes. so – No just, one no one steal that if you hear this. You know, yeah. Don't, well, we don't. have it on – file that i just came yeah with this. Oh, okay sorry. This, this microphone is screw- okay so um yeah so it says in medieval in- was it, could anyone hear me before because that microphone may have been oh yeah I, I could hear you okay good so it says in medieval england solars would go around begging rich folk for quote soul cakes on halloween instead of threatening to play tricks on them however they'd pray for people's souls in return for the cake according to quote the complete uh, teacher's Almanac. That'd be a good name for a band. Yeah, it is. Soul Cake? It is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. So basically what they would do is they would just pray for you. They already had people like that before, though, I think, in some places where they would, like, actually... Uh, well, actually, no, that, that was pretty much, like, a standard around the whole world because I, I think in Persia, like, a guy would, like, sometimes he would just go around town and he would just, like, recite, like, Sufi poetry or, like, religious texts like to wake them up to go to pray. And then, you know, his fee of course was, you know, I mean, it wasn't like his job, but it was, it was seen as polite to give him, you know, something or whatever, you know, yeah. Kind of like the squeegee people who go, I mean, it's, I guess it's a little bit more sacred to the squeegee. Um, well, well, people treat their cars like they're sacred objects. I don't know. It's all relative anyway. So, uh, so it says, um, throughout, um, medieval Europe, uh, mummering, this is uh, dressing in disguises and visiting neighborhoods while dancing, playing music, and doing tricks was popular on major feast days. So yeah, this is like, um, <clears throat> let's see, uh, the Wick- remember the, the Wicker Man movie? 
Yeah, it's with, been a while since with, I've with seen Christopher it. Christopher Lee. Okay, yeah, well, not, not, not the not the Nicholas Cage no, one. That we're is, that one's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. But I think I think it was like bad on purpose. Like I really yeah. think he did that as a joke. But anyway, so like, um, you know, even though that whole movie is pretty much about you know, you know, tri- you know, it's like they're like a pagan. It's like a pagan society that's existed uh, that that never became Christianized. I think it was always just. Um, no, no, it was, and then they repaganized. That's what it was. It became, yeah, because this guy moved there, and then he, he basically converted all the people back to paganism in like the 1800s, and then like you know after a few generations, you know, of course, that was just that was their, you know, that was their normal life because their their parents, their grandparents did that. That's what to them was, you know, to them Christianity was just some strange, you know, obscure face that other people practice so in that movie they were kind of doing that people were dressing up as like clowns and well, not clowns but just like weird like putting on like animal head masks i think they were actual animal heads too it wasn't just like a costume it was like uh one girl was pretending to be dead i think just you know all kinds of weird stuff but they would like dance around and sing mainly to freak the christian guy out because you know he was and the thing is though in their defense they were very tolerant of his religion, but he was really, really rude about theirs. And yeah. He was a guest in their town. That's a no, no, you don't do that. And, mm-hmm. uh, especially to these people, because what happens, but anyway, so and, um, the thing I find interesting too, is I, I found this out recently. There's actually, there's a, uh, an amusement park called Alton towers in, uh, United kingdom in this past year. They, and, um, well, in, uh, well, in the 2018, I should say they, uh, opened up a, roller coaster called wicker man i believe named after the movie which is kind of interesting but yeah i don't know it's just kind of so yeah that's kind of i'm sorry i keep i keep like freaking out about this mic am i good because it keeps like why don't we uh take a break right now and we we got some technical difficulties but hey have a twix and yeah have a twix and and or mars bar or yeah or or pop tarts or uh or uh you know or (laughs) you know some nice food yeah, like a and some like Little Caesars pizza. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, um, what, what, whatever you'd like, and uh, you know, listen to this nice little ad here. Um, and hey, folks, we'll be right back with some more about Halloween. Let's rock and roll. Okay, everybody, we are back from our break. <laughs> This is the Halloween episode. Cookie Monster. C is for cookie. cookie. It's good enough for me. C is okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little slap happy, folks. Yeah. I, I've got like two hours of sleep, so, um, this is a fun, fun podcast. This is a good one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> whoa. What else do we got going on? All here? right. So, um, basically, they're saying that the, the Scottish and Irish immigrants brought that quote souling thing where they would go to people's things and pray for their souls uh, to America in the 1800s. And that was sort of transitioned into trick-or-treating, but not totally. But that was, I think that was kind of like the impetus for that uh, eventually happening. But that, that, that says that didn't really become a big thing until the 1920s in this country. So, and it says that it was actually really controversial all the way into the 1950s because uh, people, you know, like I said, they thought like it was, you know, like quote gangsters, pranksters and the invention of 
trick or treating. I guess that's a book or something. Okay. And uh, it says many adults raised quote stern objections to trick or treating over the decades, as it was often viewed as a form of extortion. <laughs> Basically, give us candy, or we're going to TV your house. Or we're gonna, yeah, you know, which, we're going to you know, egg your house I if can, you don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know some some people are probably assholes who would do something like that. But you know, that's why you just wait for them lying wait, and then you know once they TP your house, you just go out there with like a baseball bat and just chase them off your yard, scare the crap out of them. And that's what I get off my lawn. That's right, get up, but make a game out of it. It's Halloween; you can have fun too. So you make a game out of chasing them around. I think you know. I think that'd be kind of a cool. Um, you know, it'd be kind of a cool, uh, I, I mean, I would like it. I would do it. Maybe. <laughs> I always second guess myself. Maybe. All Too Real 2 does not condone violence <laughs> no. in any way whatsoever. I didn't say violence. I oh, okay. Chase. I was just making sure that I that's clear. I said just chasing them and wielding it doesn't mean you're going to hit them. Okay. If you get right to the point where you're going to get to them, then you just don't hit them. You just leave. You go, all right, go leave, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you don't go all like Negan from no. uh, Walking Dead on Well, no, not at all. Okay, good. Uh, and this other article, so this is kind of going off a little bit, but it says that and this was 2013, mind you. So uh, Halloween 2013. So it says Americans are expected to spend a record high 9.1 billion dollars this year, 2013, on Halloween candy decorations and costumes with superheroes, action heroes, and princesses among the most popular dress-up options for kids. And witches for adults. And that's from um, a website called bu.edu. I guess it's like maybe a university or something. I don't know. And then um, maybe it's Boston University. Oh yeah, maybe. Like yeah, yeah. I think this was because um, that's right. Because she she did this whole study about supernatural. I think she even wrote a book about it, which is you know like uh, pretty. You know, I'd, I'd like probably like to get that. Yeah, book it's Boston sometime. University. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, it says, you know, and she kind of goes more in depth to the stuff than that other article. Like she's, she traces Halloween, some of it all the way back to, uh, Romans celebrating, uh, Pomona, the goddess of fruit and trees. That was like a harvest feast. And we have elements of that today in our Halloween celebration. We bob for apples, for instance, just like how that other article said. Hmm. So, um, she, you know, she kind of goes much more. She says when Christianity came to Britain, just like what happened when Christianity came to other cultures, they figured the best way to convert people was to incorporate their practices instead of banning them altogether. It just so happened that November 1st was the Christian feast of All Saints, as previously mentioned, and the next day is All Souls Day. October 31st became the Eve of All Saints, or All Hallows Eve. So the modern practice of Halloween incorporates Christianity and pagan rituals. So I love it too when people are like, Halloween just just Pagan things like, well, it's got your stuff in there too. So yeah, so sorry, you know, like you can't you can't or, dodge or, that or, bullet. Or, or like, when they're like, oh, Christmas is a good Christian holiday, and uh, there's there's nothing weird about that. Yeah. But the whole you know Christmas tree and all the which other which is totally stuff pagan from Yule and I mean, whatever. Well, the evergreen no. tree, which yeah. obviously grows in Palestine. What, like you know, uh, I mean, yeah. come on, we you know Jerusalem's got evergreen trees just all over the place, right? I mean, that's what I thought. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, so, and, you know. It's in the Bible. Yeah, it's in the Bible, apparently. <laughs> Which is interesting, though, because in the Bible, actually, there's a, there's a verse in the Old Testament. Well, Christians call it, I, I shouldn't call it, I, I don't call it the Old Testament. I just call it the Torah, the Tanakh, whatever. Uh, the Hebrew Bible, there's actually uh, one of the prophets in there, 
is getting really, really pissed off about uh, the, that the Jews are starting to adopt some of the pagan way or polytheist ways of some of the neighboring um, nations. And he's he's just going off on them and talking about how how they they uh, they take they cut down trees and they they put all these decorations on it and I'm like holy shit that sounds like Christmas yeah but it's interesting because there's actually Christians who don't celebrate Christmas and they actually point to that verse to condemn Christmas as a pagan holiday so it's interesting they actually yeah. they use that very same verse even though that verse is actually talking about like you know. Jebonites or what I can't know all the names of the yeah people, but whatever Hittites or whatever uh-huh. it had nothing to do with you know pagans. Euro- European pagans it was it was um polytheism from you know that that land you know the Palestine Sinai area whatever Lebanon sorry I I, I study a lot of weird st- history and stuff whatever and it's, it, it's, it's okay no yeah. need to apologize yeah, that's right why am I apologizing for studying history idiot <laughs> Sorry, I, I beat myself up a lot. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm not sure how to feel about any of that right now. I'm Matt. sorry. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, keep, just stop saying sorry. I'm, uh, no. I'm sorry for being sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, and, uh, it says, um, it says America, a lot of people think of Halloween as an American holiday. In some ways, it is a very American holiday because we've made it big. But because of that, people don't remember that its roots are Celtic European. And it says in Britain they celebrate Guy Fawkes Day. Foes, I'm not sure that's Fox. Guy Fawkes or Foes? Uh, it's Fox. Fox. Guy Fawkes Day, which is observed November 5th with fireworks. Okay. And in Wales, Ireland, Scotland, and uh, England, you'll find Halloween celebrated the way Americans celebrate it. Uh, in America, the real explosion of Halloween happened when the Irish immigrants came and brought their practice with them. So it's another thing to thank the Irish for. Because he got, he got slain. There's actually a really cool book that I want to read. by I think it's by Peter Lamb, Peter Lamborn Wilson, who unfortunately is a pedophile. So I don't really want to, you know, if I buy his book, it's going to be used so that he can't get any profit from it. Whatever. So, um... But he's a really good writer, but unfortunately, he's, you know, whatever. And then um, okay, he wrote a book called uh, – I just I had to mention that because – and the thing is, though, okay, I'm going to go on a little thing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of punch drunk too. So <clears throat> he's not a pedophile in the sense of like, oh, he's attracted to children. No, he, he would actively go out because he was an anarchist as well. So what he would do is that he would write all of these like screeds. And he would he would direct them to kids and be like, "Hey man, you know what would be a really cool way to disobey and rebel against society? You know, society says that you know relationships should only be adult, adult. You know, so he was trying to make it into like a whole rebellious thing. Like, like it's rebellious to jump in bed with me. It's like you know what? That's that you're, you're a fucking asshole. Like you know, like that's you know. Anyway, so um, anyways, I think he wrote a book called when the Irish invented slang, and about basically about all of these these things that. That we use as slang words actually came from originally came from Irish immigrants. Like a whole, I don't know which ones, but like a whole lot of them. So, so we can thank the Irish for slang and Halloween. It's pretty cool. I would think it's pretty cool. That's really cool, personally. And I'm uh, I'm like half Irish, right? So, so I'm you good can, with it. Yeah. you can take pride in and yes. you know in things that you didn't do. Because that's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do in America. You take what was that comedian? Oh, what was his name? I forgot. There was a comedian that has a whole bit 
about like nationalism, like taking pride for shit that you had no, like yeah, those French are pussies. We we saved their asses. It's like oh, we did. When did we do this? I remember that we were we got drunk and went to Taco Bell last week or something like. That. <laughs> I don't ever remember going off to you know, to war. It's, like, <laughs> it, it, it's just like those people that will be like, you know, they're a Browns fan and be like, right. man, we really screwed up that game. Like, and I'm like, really? Were, were, were you quarterback? Yeah, were you what, what, what position were you playing? What, yeah, what did you do to contribute to this? Uh, anyway, so it says, um, okay, so it said it looked like a really fun thing to do with the Irish, what they were, the solars probably. Uh, so other people wanted to start doing it themselves. And then it asks, well, when did, when did it become, when the holiday become like we know it today? And she says, little by little, it became more of a children's holiday. People found a way to make money off of it. Of course they did. There are people who won't celebrate Halloween because of its pagan origins and this idea that it's associated with witchcraft. There are certain groups in Christianity that embrace Halloween exactly for what it is. This combination of what came uh, before we incorporated the holiday into our American culture. So now it's paganism, Christianity, and money. That's like the three gods right there. <clears throat> I mean, mix mix all that up. You got something special. America. You, you got ancient pagan magic, which, you know, I'm I'm kind of on, going on the limb here. I believe magic is real. You can make fun of me, but I do believe it's real. And then you've got religion into the mix, which is its own form of magic in a way. I shouldn't say that, but yeah. in a way it kind of is. I mean, <clears throat> to be saying a prayer and casting a spell doesn't really, there's not much of a difference other than maybe your intention, but, you know, it's the same. You're kind of hoping for some sort of immaterial energy to affect, you know, what's going on in the physical. So it's kind of, I don't know, whatever. I don't want to get too, too in trouble for saying that, but like, I don't know, you just got this like ancient like magic mixed in with capitalism. So now you got like, ancient pag- pagan magic with capitalism. What could go wrong with this holiday? Of course you're going to make money off of it. You're mixing something that's like completely ancient and j- now you, you got money in the mix. I mean, it's like I could write a whole book about that right there. That's hey, my, my new I book. Mean- got candy in there too so well that's what i'm saying the money probably comes from the candy well not really the costumes I mean, yeah they're you know uh, but i'm just saying candy candy I, I you know what after this you know, you want to go to meyer and just buy a bunch of candy i'm like really i want to buy candy tonight yeah let's buy a lot and i want to buy it before i go so can we do that yeah we can do that all right so at this podcast mike and i are going to buy twix bars um, maybe some Three Musketeers. Um, for me, I'm yes. just trying to name all the different products out there. Mars Bar. Well, I'm not a huge fan of Mars Bars, but you might, and Mars Bars might also like us. So Mars um, Bars are very hard to find in the United are States. They really? Yeah. I see. Mars Bars are really popular in in uh maybe in I'm Europe. Thinking, oh, I'm thinking of Milky Way. Maybe. Could have sworn Mars. I could have sworn. Well, there are Mars bars, but they're pretty hard to find in the U.S. Maybe I saw um, them at that that old school candy shop in yeah. Miami or something. Yeah, and then there's also like you know, but but they're pretty prevalent in Europe and okay. like Great Britain and whatnot. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're gonna buy a bunch of candy to celebrate Halloween soon. If I keep if I stop rambling, which you know this was only supposed to be a short episode, and I'm just going like going crazy here talking about magic and. And, and, you know, and <laughs> Wiccan witchcraft and um, 
I'm going to cast a spell this weekend. I think I am actually. I'm going to do it. <clears throat> well, I'll do it for. I'll do it on behalf of someone. If I do things for myself, it doesn't work out because I hate myself. Can, so, can you do a spell that'll make me win the lottery? I'll do a spell for you. I yes. mean, I don't know if it will work, but I'll try it. Because yeah, I, I played the lottery okay. last week, and I won ten dollars. That's cool. I mean, yeah, something. I'm yeah. not going to be able to, you know, open up my big no, podcast studio do that, for that. But, yeah. but anyways, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll, I'll 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 try my best. I'll see what you know what happens. Okay. If it doesn't work, and I'll whatever, I'll try it again. And just keep doing it. Keep doing it till it works. Yes. That's how you do things. You just keep casting spells because you know, God forbid, you actually you know do something physical that's, to work or something. That's how I learned how to walk. I just yep. kept doing it until it worked. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> okay. So, um, and uh, now they're just asking like weird questions, like don't really have anything to do with um with Halloween. I, I had another thing I was gonna say about it, and I forgot. It was um oh shoot um. I think it had something to do with the candy, uh, where the candy came. I think the candy may have just been the capitalist thing, the money thing. You know, just yeah. I think I I don't really think there was anything traditional because if anything, they probably would have given him like an apple or. I mean, it might, it might have something to do with that that soul cake. Thing yeah. Too, oh yeah, you know? soul, cake, soul cake yeah. and probably became eventually became candy. Can't, yeah, because so, a cake, yeah. you know, I yeah, think, is usually they're both sweets and yeah, right. It's easier to give somebody a Twix bar than it is to give them a cake. Well, yeah, because you got to bake. God forbid, you know, you actually have to bake a cake and do things, you know, for yourself and hand out to your neighbors. We don't, we don't live in that world anymore. Well, you could buy a bunch of little Debbie's. That's what I'm saying. Buy it. Anything. You're not making that with. That's your another own hands. thing I love. Little Debbie's. Yeah, little you know, Debbie's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cosmic brownies. Oh God. Good stuff. Oh my God. Good stuff. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, zebra cakes. Yes. Swiss cake rolls. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. Uh, nutty bars, yes, and the oatmeal cream pie cookies. I love nutty bars. Man. I bought some at my work the other day, and then somebody stole them. Oh god, that like sucks! Asshole. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, we're, I got we're, really angry. We're, there. We're, we're going off on a little on a little uh, tangent here. I think we just want chocolate. I think, but anyways, we're really um, hungry for yeah. candy right now. And anything else major that we have to talk here about? Uh, about Halloween? <clears throat> just uh, you know. If you practice Halloween, just be safe, uh, especially if you have kids. Just, you know, yeah. make sure that, you know, they've got chaperoned or that yeah. they, and I mean, you, know. you, you can, I mean, it, it's really cool to go to those places where they can x-ray your candy and stuff like that, but there's been no, just that, that's, that's, a, that's a, that's a okay. mis- misconception in this United States. There's been no reported instances of anybody ever putting razor blades or anything of that nature in, in candy. In, in candy. Yeah. It was just a, a fear tactic. I figured. Yeah, that is still per- is, is this day. But, I mean, it doesn't hurt to x-ray the candy to be safe because right. nowadays you never know what's going to happen. Right. If somebody could, you know, <clears throat> do it. Well, I they mean, found yeah. um, they found cannabis uh, uh, pills in someone's Halloween thing recently yeah so i mean check your kids like candy. some i don't know if it was on purpose because they looked like candy they probably tasted like candy i mean check your kids candy and also you know make sure you you, you know you have your kids find out who's giving out the crappy candy so then you can go over and then egg their house yeah well i don't know about wait that. i don't but, i don't uh, promote that I'm yeah joking. yeah or, or 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 the ones that give out the little uh the little pamphlets with Bible verses uh, on it and stuff. Like, yeah, people yeah. don't be that guy or that family or the people that give out toothbrushes and toothpaste. Nobody likes that family. I'm, I'm, t- no. I'm just being honest with you. You might think you're doing a good thing, 
And you might think that your neighbors, when they smile at you, they're actually smiling at I mean, you. They're kind of making fun of you by smiling at you. But um, I remember one year I was handing out candy, and it was actually – normally we didn't get – I mean, towards the end where I was handing out candy, like nobody was coming to the door for some reason. There was only like two houses on my block that were yeah. even handing out candy. But the but before that, there was one year where I actually ran out of candy when I was handing out candy. Oh, shit. And uh, so I had to – go upstairs and I had a bunch of rolled up coins and I was giving that out. And then I got to the point and I'm not kidding at all. I gave this one kid a can of SpaghettiOs because it was all I could find. In my- <laughs> 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 <I was> like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> there was like some SpaghettiOs in the cupboard and I'm like, yep, there we go. <laughs> the next kid that comes to the door is getting a can of SpaghettiOs. Wow. <laughs> Things, yeah. I, guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I I had gone through everything. I had like some wow. fruit snacks in the cupboard. I gave those away, oh, but man. but it got to the point where the last thing I gave out to the last kid was a can of SpaghettiOs. That sucks for that kid. But he I probably know. got a bunch of candy from other people. So yeah, but kids love SpaghettiOs. Come on, I know, but they're not <laughs> expecting SpaghettiOs <laughs> on Halloween. They're expecting candy on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a SpaghettiO holiday. Like, oh, I gotta make sure I get all of. The, the SpaghettiOs and Franks, the meatball ones, the, I'm going to get them all, you know. Collect them all. <laughs> I'm going to get the one with the designs, like with the, you know, the, the superhero ones, the regular ones. The, the Pokemon ones, so then you can collect them yeah, all. Yeah, uh, the stars, <laughs> the princess ones, I'm going to get them all. Yes. I'm going to eat them all in once. Oh, God, that'd be way too much sauce. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But anyways, uh, I think we should go off and buy ourselves yeah, some buy, buy ourselves some Halloween candy. Okay, and um, and then we're gonna eat it and, and then whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But uh, you know, make sure you uh, check us out and uh, follow us on social media and all that good stuff. But you know, until then, <clears throat> make sure you uh, aren't afraid to get all too real. real too too. trick or treat. Trick or treat. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 